Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Distinguished adventurers, last time on Dungeon Drunks, I had to stretch and it felt good and now my brain doesn't work anymore. Our heroes have been asked to take a job for the watchful Order of Magus and Protectors. A member of the Order has gone missing while investigating the infamous Scarlet Citadel, and the group will be paid very well for the safe return of the naturalist. But first, the team must prepare for a trip to a lumber town. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren. You might know me as Oboe. I have some iced tea in my D&D mug because it's hot. <laughs> I mean, I'm just leaving it at that. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hey, this is Jonathan, and I play Jonathan the Muscular. And tonight I am drinking uh, something that was left over from something that I did yesterday, which we're going to go over again here in just a bit. It is a Sutter Home Cabernet Sauvignon. It's uh, it's a little little healing potion bottle. Uh, they're great. If the, if it's one of the chilled ones, I can go through these like juice. It's not good. With the <laughs> not chilled ones, it is harder to get through, which is probably better. Mm. Uh, not downing uh, a bunch of these like I did on a stream uh, a couple of years ago on Taking Initiative. <clears throat> And uh, tonight's shot of Fireball, to be consumed at the first casting of Fireball, or the equivalent spell thereof, is dedicated to one of our friends, uh, Sage Stafford. Uh, you can see them Yay! over at the uh, Venture Maidens Twitch channel and the Venture Maidens podcast. You can also see them on Twitter, uh, Staff of Sage, and they they produce a lot of magic content, uh, ma- ma- commanders uh, to be more specific. But uh, but yeah, they ran a, a wonderful one shot for adventures from the uh, uh, of the Forgotten Realms, which is now has cards, magic cards associated with it. So we got to play a very silly adventure and it was a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, so Sage, this fireball shot is for you. Both Taking Initiative and Venture Maidens, longtime fr- friends and of Dungeon Drunks, and we are fans of theirs. So always happy to hear about them. I, I and... got to get in a little reminder that in LA, after the uh, the, the mixer on, on Thursday night, a bunch of us went out to a Star Wars cantina that was there not far. John, John and, and Lauren remember this. And when, oh, yeah. when I decided to go to bed like an old man, the Venture <laughs> Maidens decided to go adventuring and bar hopping. They ventured away. And guess who was not at the call time the next day? They sent, <laughs> they sent their newest cast member to do the studio walkthrough and everything. And Sage was like, yeah, that was not a good morning after. So good Wizard, memories. You- Good memories, and they, and they they all had wonderful times, and so did we. And you know what? All you needed was one person to make it through that studio walkthrough. <laughs> uh, Bernie, what are you drinking? I am drinking God's Ale. I've got a glass of water because hey! I just wasn't in a boozy mood tonight. However, I was in a very ice creamy mood, so I had a big-ass bowl of ice cream and chocolate sauce, and I put chocolate chips on top of it. But I ate that all because it was going to melt, and I was was eating it as we were hopping on. But I'm not, like, the kind of person that's, like, very good at making food, like, last. Like, I'm just like, I will shovel this shit in my mouth. Um, So there's people who are, like, really good at, like, like, Steven can, like, make a thing last, and just, like, he can have a bowl of, like, 
Like, he's got, like, uh, fruit gummies that he bought, and he can have a bowl of them, and he can just eat one and just, like, slowly go through it over half an hour, and I will make a bowl of the same amount of fruit gummies, and by the time I'm upstairs, half of them will be gone. <laughs> so at some point, maybe I will have a snack on this podcast that I make last before the intro, so. There you go. Maybe there will be fruit gummies. I don't mm. know. But I don't know. Ice cream does sound I good. really love, like, the, it's like... They're shaped like little, they don't taste like fruit, but like they're shaped like the little, you know, you guys know what I mean. They're I mean, like super sugary. They're, you should, they're, just, oh yeah, they're pure, yeah. pure sugar. There's nothing, you can get any of the sugar that you need for your body to run that you can get from these fruit gummies can be got from actual fruit along with the very important vitamins and minerals and nutrients and fiber that you need. But, God, but they they're look good. They, they're good and they look adorable and sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Carlton. What are you drinking? Well, what I have today is clearly Canadian, as in it is clearly Canadian mountain blackberry sparkling water beverage. Oh, I Wait, love oh, that. Water I have, yeah. I'm going to yeah. laugh really hard if I can't find that here in Canada. Contains no juice. The blackberry is really good, actually. It's iconic. It's iconic it's... from like my middle school and, and high school days. Yeah, but I do remember I really liked that stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Product of Canada. It's a product. I mean, clearly. Uh, from yeah. Whistler, British Columbia. It is called a water beverage because, yeah, it's got water in it, but then the second ingredient is pure cane sugar. Pure yeah. cane sugar. Sweetened water. <laughs> you know, not not all water can be perfect, but but it is lovely, so. It is very refreshing, and this was from that mix and match bunch of weird sodas I got from friend of the show, Jason, all those many <laughs> moons ago. One week at a time there. One week at a time. I mean, I can order directly from their website, <laughs> but I can't find a store. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Although if you order directly from their website, I wonder if you just get a whole case. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to have clearly Canadian for the rest of the year. <laughs> All right. And finally, Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice this evening is... Langhorn Brewing Company's Chocolate Fix. It is an LBC chocolate milk stout. I've been anticipating this for a while. In fact, I even grilled one day this week with just cold water instead of beer, which is my go-to for grilling, because I wanted to make sure I had this on deck for for all of you to enjoy with me. Here we go. And even though it says the Langhorn on it, it's brewed in Doylestown, which is still Bucks County. It's uh, important to no one but me, I guess, and to a lesser extent, John. (laughs) Listen, if it's important to you, it is important to me, even if I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm assuming it's a sports reference. Oh, it is a, not even that, just like the fact that Philadelphia geography, Bucks County. Ah, okay. Doylestown's the county seat, Langhorn's more towards uh, New Jersey, but like it's also where Sesame Place, uh, the Sesame Street theme park, is located. Oh. Looking forward to taking Travancore Jr. there uh, once safe. Uh, So this is actually, it's got a decent body to it. The chocolate flavor is not quite as, as strong as I thought it would be in other like chocolate stouts or whatever, but uh, mm. take a little another, another another bite here, so to speak. It's not like, at this level, you're not even taking a sip. You're taking a bite out of it, so to speak. Yeah. If it was anything other than beer, which had chocolate in it, I would say give it a mix because often any any kind of chocolate drink, the chocolate sinks to the bottom. But I don't want you to mix your beer. No, especially since I'm recording from Travancore Jr.'s room, and I do not want to get all these toys messy. No, no, especially not with beer. I have no messy transition. That's the messiest transition. That's my transition, (laughs) is it's messy. You are currently leaving Flynn's Flannel, which is a store in Waterdeep that you have all gone to 
in preparation for taking a trip, as I said, to go to find Ichabon Tea Strainer, which is a halfling naturalist that you've been tasked and hired to go find and are going to be transported there by Aras Zik once you return to the return to the Watchful Order. But you had decided to go do a little bit of a shopping trip and get yourself some lumberjack gear in order to not necessarily blend in, but appear to be more of a mark than you really are, considering the town that you're going to, uh, Red Tower, is known for trying to take advantage of any adventurers that might be coming by. So... I asked you last week to come with homework, and your homework was, what do you look like? So who wants to go first on their lumberjack excursion? Yo. All right, Travancore, and and I need to know both Travancore and Shadow, what do you look like? Oh, man. So so Travancore, inspired by a camera obscura demonstration about a certain northern country, um, is wearing blue flannel. Like the uh, the French rednecks from a certain television show that people might enjoy on Hulu, and um, he has, a, but it's tucked in though, and he has obnoxiously red uh, suspenders. Like he wanted to lean into the whole tourist thing, so we wanted to make sure that they were as bright as possible. And he also had a pin made, a custom pin that's a seal of the Kingdom of Perconum on it, and oh. just the usual like you know comfortable lumberjack, uh, thick pants like. Dickies, Carhartt, uh, take your pick of brands. And he's also wearing, uh, I guess, the equivalent of Timberland boots. And then Travancore was debating whether to, you know, use his wand of polymorph to uh, transform a shadow into a blue ox. And he decided <gasps> against it for uh, for any for a number of reasons, not the least of which, like, you should not um, exploit your, your animal companions in the service of a joke. <laughs> So exploit no, but if he had given consent, that would have been amazing. <laughs> certainly, well, I feel like Travancore is in a position of relative power to Shadow, which is strange because Sh- Shadow it could eat Travancore at any time. But Travancore like feels like he's like an leader of authority, and any request that comes from him, Shadow would feel obliged to sort of obey, even if he didn't want to. So Travancore is very no- cognizant of that, and he doesn't want to abuse his uh, his authority in that in that way. So instead. <laughs> Travancore had a matching sleeveless blue flannel shirt made for Shadow and a little knitted cap for him <gasps> to wear as well. Is it is it just a, a pull over your head cap or is it one of those flappy eared ones? Oh, oh, you know what? It's knit on top and flappy ear on the side because I had one of those flappy ear things too. Yes, flappy so, ears. Because yeah, Shadow's ears might get, get cold, or his sides would rather, because his ears are way, way up there. So he doesn't really need the flappies except to keep his cheeks warm. The flappies are just an aesthetic choice that everybody enjoys. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> so the two of you come swaggering out of Flynn's flannel. Who's who's next? Well, I, and I want to go next because Jonathan, the, uh, the match muscular's outfit, is actually very similar to Shadow's. So uh, what you see <laughs> coming out of Flynn's flannel emporium is... Jonathan the Magimuscular in what look like flannel robes, kind of. So he's not taking off his his magical robes that boost his AC and give him all sorts of other stuff. So instead oh, sure. he's wearing these are red and black flannel. So more of the more of the classic flannel. Buffalo check. Yes. And they are sleeveless, just like his uh normal robes. So they are sort of covering it, and they extend down. There's a big uh, sort of a- around the waist, 
sort of separating the like longer parts of the robe, there is a belt with a giant belt buckle. And if I don't know if what the what the like uh, symbology for the region we're going to, but we'll just say it either has or the equivalent of a giant red maple leaf on the uh, on the belt buckle. Oh my god, are you preparing for the Cal- Calgary Stampede? <laughs> Uh, maybe. <laughs> Is there going to be a cowboy hat up there? Our, our good friend Sarah uh, could probably identify. And that goes into the his jeans look like they have never been worn. Like they are that pressed sort of brand new, bare, not even acid watch, just the bluest denim, brand new, brand spanking new denim. And it tops it all off with like Travancore, a pair of obnoxiously new Timberland boots. And on top of his head is a, uh, again, with whatever symbology of the region, if that's a red maple leaf, he's got that on there. But if it's like something else, it's also on the hat and it's got a big poof ball on it. In my headcanon, like this place kind of reminds me of, of Hot Topic. Now Hot Topic is a fine establishment, but it has a certain reputation. And, uh, and I feel like, like almost like, like the tourist trap thing or whatever. Like it's the this one or two or three or f- stores in the mall. That's like, oh, it's that store. Oh, you're going it, to Hot Topic again. Nothing wrong with Hot Topic. Fine store. Love it. I feel like, yeah, Flynn's Flannel Emporium. It is a legit store that you can go to to get legit gear, and then you all just very intentionally found the most cliche stuff. And it's all very store- well made, <laughs> super well made. And you know what? It's it's the tail end of winter. So it's still a little cold. So the flannel is actually very comfortable. But it was that moment in where some of the store clerks who were helping you out were giving you all the look of like, all right, you want to lean into this? OK, all right, let's bring you <laughs> on over here. Or actually, before we go on to Carlton, I need to know what's Bucks wearing. Oh, so Bucks is wearing, you know what? His is more of a of a like formal vest. So it's like it's a it's a vest more so it's got the open sleeves but much more open and and it goes around his midsection because I, I think he would be still wanting to flap and he doesn't want a lot of weight and I, I don't know what func- how how good or how much the feathers on his torso affect his flight, but mm-hmm. I figure you know, it's it's probably mostly in his wings. And he's got a McGill sweatshirt on. <laughs> so, uh, so he's got this flannel vest. Uh, it's red. It's the same red material that Jonathan the Muscular's is, and he also has in the same flannel material a larger than normal uh, on his size bow tie. Nice. Aww. Oh, isn't okay. that cute? He oh, looks like it, a little baby. He I- looks. Adorable. Yeah, I should qualify. Travancore is, I mean, Shadow is still wearing his armor. He's just got the flannel thing on top of it. I am assuming for all of this, you are, it is an over covering of all of your regular gear that nobody has been forced. I'm not, this is too fun to make you all forced to be like, hey, if you want to be in flannel, you can't be in your armor. Eh, No, so you're either, you know, wearing it on top, wearing it underneath, wearing it around, whatever. Yeah, so I'm assuming Carlton probably has the easiest time with that, right? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just wearing a flannel loincloth No, no So, uh, as we Have hinted on in the past Carlton's a Low-key fashionista With his Billy Porter tuxedo dress mm-hmm. So his lumberjack uh, Outfit It is a base of like a Kind of like a light tan 
And then the flannel is five lines that intersect, three black, two white, so black, white, black, white, with red lines going in between, also known <laughs> as the Burberry check. The MJF one. <laughs> so there is a wrestler who is obnoxious and hates everyone who lives his gimmick, whose name is MJF, and he's only like 25 years old, and his trademark piece of apparel is a Burberry scarf. Wow. So Carlton has Burberry check flannel, black suspenders, really nice form-fitting uh, denim uh, with black uh work boots that have an emblazoned uh griffin wing in red so it's got that little red wing on the side and any hat uh and then a knit a wool knit cap perfect awesome and as the only one who does not currently have an animal companion on this plane of existence did you get any other accessories or did you just keep it nice and simple he actually got like some nice like leather like holsters for like uh like putting his sword in and his other, like, hand axes, like, just so it kind of complements the outfit with, like, that kind of, like, workman's look. There you go. You got a Leatherman for your sword. Great. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good people of Faerun, Carlton Tanks here to let you know that Dungeon Drunks is now a level-up dice affiliate. Does your ranger need stone dice to show off their connection to nature? Or how about a crystal set to show off your devotion to Queen Bay? Maybe a set of blue dice so everyone knows that your fireball burns hotter. Or what about a set of heavy metal so your barbarian can roll with force? Dungeon Drunks and Level Up Dice have you covered. You can now support Dungeon Drunks with your next dice purchase by following our affiliate link bit.ly slash Dungeon Drunks. That's bit.ly slash capital D Dungeon capital D Drunks. And happy rolling! We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into one single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from our favorite D&D streams, books, and Faerun's lore. Every week there's something new happening, and the game is available on almost any platform. Need some loot to gear up your champions? We're happy to offer a free Electrum chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on August 29th at 8pm Pacific. So open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. B-U-S-T-C-O-G-S-S-P-A-T So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops, back to the show. And finally, the person who suggested this all, Bernie, what did you get? Bernie got a pair. I don't know. You can actually probably find them on the website. But she got a pair of wide leg, incredibly high-waisted jeans. And she has just a regular kind of, she likes the buffalo plaid look too, tucked in, you know. And she thinks, you know, it makes her, le- it makes her legs long. To go, to go with her high-waisted jeans, she also bought herself a, a jean jacket. Of course. Of course. <laughs> because <laughs> she assumes that at some point they'll be going somewhere formal and she wants a tuxedo. Of course. <laughs> uh, she thought they would do do well for all of them to match. So she she sort of found the only the only poof ball hat that would fit her, that would fit her tiny her tiny head and also kind of not like hats are hard when you're a gnome and you got the little gnomey pointy ears that are long and skinny and then of course to to match 
And and she's she's got a pair slightly different of of a, a shoe that this, she's seen become a popular and has a, a very a wider range of sizes than the work boots everyone else bought. She's got a pair if you everyone can look them up, but I think they're more akin to Blundstones, uh, which are pretty much what everybody wears up here right now. Uh, and so she bought for for Coco Snoot. She bought Coco Snoot some high waisted denim pants as well okay all right wait 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 i gotta know (laughs) what legs do these pants go around all four all four okay all four you know i had to ask we had to know okay all four legs where the pants are on all four and then there's like plaid Kokosnew also has a plaid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a onesie, which is it's awesome. More like a onesie. It's kind of because like, Bernie was like trying to figure out how she was going to. There would have been some suspenders. And so instead she put Kokosnewed in a onesie that's, that's pants on the bottom and plaid on top. All right. You are all completely decked out. Is there anything else you want to do? In Waterdeep, you've got a, anywhere from a couple of hours, as Aras has said, that they will wait for you until the end of the day. Is there any last minute things you want to do before you take off? Do we need any, like, potions or anything? We should vil- visit the potion cellar. Do we need, like, some cupcakes? Some healing yes. cupcakes? I apparently have a single potion of healing. No, I have two potions of healing. They may no. or may not be cupcakes. Who knows? Mechanically, they're the same. I feel like we should get some like like healing cookies or something. I don't know. Bernie does. Bernie really did want to get also a pair of lumberjack spikes. Yeah, (laughs) she just wanted one. She doesn't. She knows she's not going to use them, but she just wants them. Hell, you could probably get it at the same store. Yes, Uh, of course. Yeah, I mean uh, Flynn's flannel uh, emporium. I kind of imagine it's like going to an REI if you're going to go camping and where it's got everything you need for lumberjacking from clothing to equipment and from actual professional know what you're doing's kinds of stuff all the way down to essentially cosplayers. So like it just has everything that you it, need. It's like a Justin's like you can go and buy a legit pair of boots or if you're a certain friend of the show, Izzy, you can buy a ridiculous white girl cowboy hat that you wear for drinking and drinking only. And that's exactly that's what she did with it. Wonderful reason. I feel like we should roll to see what kind of, we should all roll to resist buying unnecessary weird shit in the <laughs> checkout line. So I, I don't know if I want, you don't have to roll for it, but I do want to know. I mean, it's up to you whether you want to roll individually, but I do want to know. What is the unnecessary shit in the checkout line? Is it all just candy or is it all no. like uh, it's gotta jerky? Be some jerky. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. tabloid magazines. If you've ever, it's Olivia like. Pasarek's new bow. <laughs> find out on page 46. <laughs> Damn you, paparazzo. I feel like it's like. one guy in the corner, like in the bushes, scribbling aggressively. There you go. If you've ever been in a checkout line at Sephora and it's just like minis of everything. But it's still very expensive. <laughs> yeah. So it's all I, expensive stuff. There's got to be like, I'm trying to remember what was in the MEC checkout line. Because MEC is like the REI of Canada. Yeah. And there's lots of tiny little campy things. Like like little like carabiners or like things with like, they'll help you start fires. I feel like at some point one of us should buy like a little metal fire starter. Even though we have a human fire starter in our group. <laughs> 
I feel and like that would be a really I good think we have frivolous per- that purchase. That in our Explorers packs, the Tinderbox. Yes, but the- that's true. If you do have an Explorers pack, you have a Tinderbox, but only if you have an Explorers pack, which I which don't I do. know. Do all of you have? I think some of you 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 might have either a, a priest pack or a dungeoneering pack. Like I have everybody's got pack, some different ones. Because I got like candles and shit. Bernie holds up. Bernie, who can also make flame, holds up the beautiful. Uh, it's like, have you seen those metal? They're like you get like two metal rods and they like hang on a lovely keychain. They look like jewelry, but it's it's actually to start fires and you never have to use them or whatever. Bernie holds them up to Jonathan and goes, "Look, ah." All right. Start fires. Oh, cool. I got one. You know, and uh, I go Tinder. <laughs> sure. And Jonathan, like Jonathan, the magic muscular, kind of sort of turn turns his back, flicks his fingers, and makes sparks. It's like, ooh, yeah, this looks great, Bernie. Yeah, go go for it. <laughs> and then she's also gonna pick up. What else can we pick up that they don't need? A bear bell, <laughs> <laughs> which you shouldn't use. And and shadow wears for all of five minutes before all of you are walking down the street, and then suddenly, uh, Carlton, because you've got the best passive perception, you just you notice the lack of bear bell, like it's just gone. And you look over, and the the bell is just gone. And shadow has a very innocuous look on his face. And I just nod to shadow, and I like nothing to see here. I I got you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> the bear bell is to keep bears away. I know, I know, okay, but I like I the like, idea. Wait, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of, like, I was like, I just realized, I don't know how much uh, strange, weird camping you did, but when we went to Alaska, they were selling bear bells, and our hiking guide was like, don't buy one of those, that's not gonna do shit. He was nope, like, they some don't bear care. mace, though, might help you out when the inevitable happens from buying the bear bell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you've you've done your the frivolous shopping on top of the lumberjack shopping. Did you want to go get some either some real health potions or you can go to conjuring cakes and go pick up some some of the cupcakes? Um we can roleplay that out or you can just say, Yeah, I wanna get so many of the healing potions. Uh Carlton is gonna buy sunglasses in the checkout line though. Can can I at either of those establishments are there any graders and how much are they? Cheese graders? Graders Graders are 150, and there are two. Bethany has two of them at Conjuring Cakes. Okay. Oh. So Jonathan the Magimuscular uh, is going to buy one. So it's at least odd. Like, and he puts it in his conspicuous front cupcake pouch so that <laughs> if either, if he's down and or Bernie is down, there's a, there's a conspicuous greater healing cupcake uh, right there, just right in front. Quick access cupcake. Carlton will buy the second one. All right. Anyone want to get some of the basics? So not cheese graters. Not at um the Flynn's uh, flannel. They don't actually have food stuff there. That is the one thing that they they have like <laughs> just... the, the closest they come is some camping um cooking stuff, but it's all like really basic, like pots and pans. Conjuring cakes, unfortunately, doesn't have any kitchen equipment, but they do have all of the cakes that you want and the healing cupcakes. Anybody else want to do anything else before the teleportation happens? Uh, slow-mo walk out of the shops now that we're done. Yeah. You know, throw my sunglasses on. Burning sword over. Finger guns. Finger yeah. guns. 100%. Now we're all decked out in our lumberjack and our we got our cupcakes. I need the four of you to roll performance checks. Just the four of you. I will I will assume animal companions are oh dear. Uh, along for the ride. 21. <laughs> Ooh. That's a 22. We look Ooh. nazzy. No, we don't. I got rolled a four. 
Well, uh, so we all walk out looking really snazzy and uh, Travancore trips. Yeah. I was about to say, he does the walk off of the uh, off of the curb, but he just misjudges it just a little. Hey! Yep, Travancore's trying to do the Scott Skyner flex where you're trying to like, make muscles like this and he actually hits himself in the head. <laughs> and Carlton, what'd you get? Oh, wait, no, 16 was my first one. It's not, I was kind of doing a group check. And so Travancore, yeah, it is maybe a little bit of a stumble, but it's not quite so bad as the four of you practically in slow motion saunter out looking as cool as anybody in your current lumberjack gear could possibly look. Bucks even goes and flies on ahead to turn around and take a mental picture of the the bunch of you so that Jonathan can see how glorious he looks and everybody all looks in these outfits. We look great. We look real great. Jonathan, set a fireball behind us and we're not going to look at it. As we walk Jonathan away. the Mad Muscular is not going to burn down Flynn's <laughs> flannel emporium. No, no, sculpt around it. You can sculpt around. I can sculpt around people, Carlton. <laughs> not buildings. Buildings uh, I can I destroy. Bernie so. goes, actually, I heard that recently there was a ruling in Waterdeep that businesses are people. <laughs> wow. Damn. Topical. Unfortunately, you still cannot uh, sculpt around them. Faerunians united. Yeah, Mistra has slightly different reaction to uh, that. So, okay, you all head back for the Amethyst Acropolis. Razzo is speechless. (laughs) You come walking on in. Not even a hi. His mouth opens to hi at you and nothing comes out. (laughs) We all finger gun. (laughs) And eventually he locks eyes with Jonathan and says, do I need to get someone to remove a curse? No, no, we're fine. Do oh. you like it? We're going for a thing, Razo. Jonathan, Jonathan the Magic Muscular normally wouldn't wear this, but we're we're doing a thing. We're kind of going under, undercover. Oh, you're doing an incognito. Oh, okay. Then yes, I would never have recognized any of you. But this is actually very comfortable. Uh, there's no- nothing that says that you can't be incognito in comfort. No, I think I'm going to keep wearing it. Okay. <laughs> you, your fashion is your own to enjoy. <laughs> Bye! And then he sits back down and finds something else to write and like becomes very involved in his paperwork all of a sudden. And as you are leaving and heading up to go see Aras, Carlton, you could swear you hear a little snicker. Just like a tiny little... And when when I kind of pick that up, I just like look back slightly to him and I like lower the sunglasses and peer over it and then put him back up. <laughs> he sinks down in his chair under the desk just a little further. And then out of nowhere, I conjure a toothpick and just... <laughs> just the power of your flannel. All right, yep. you head upstairs and you find Aras back at his desk. And as you come on in, Aras says, oh, good. It is good that you were able to get gear. This was not exactly what I expected, but this is an impressive display. Nonetheless, you are going to be very clearly noticed if that was your intent. And he, he also kind of looks a little flummoxed. <laughs> and, and Travancore, in a rare bout of cultural superiority, says, it's no more ridiculous than anything else that's worn, worn in this part of the world. No, that is very true. And 
it's just a sudden shift in appearance from all of you all at the same time. It's a little jarring after just seeing you a few hours ago. But if you are ready, and then he kind of smooths down the ruffled feathers and heads back into a teleportation, the teleportation room. And if you are ready, he will teleport you to just outside of Red Tower. Yep, I think we're ready to go. Perfect. I would like to save my progress. You save your progress. I, I cannot guarantee that you will be able to save Scum as soon as you get there, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, he activates a teleportation circle after getting everything set up. It's not one of the ones, obviously, that are set up already that are permanent. He has to draw this on the floor, and you all enter the fairly normal light-up teleportation circle that he creates, and... And within moments, you are standing outside of kind of a fairly innocuous town. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Lori, a.k.a. Calamity Jane, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, Rebecca, a.k.a. Bunny Monster, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.